Okay, so this one is about the nature of command. And uh, this will just be a quick one, I think. But um, it's a... I've been talking to a few different people about this recently. And it's... I think a lot of people are confused about what a command is. And um, if you think... The best way to think of it is if you're... Let's say uh, you're on a ship, then and it's a military ship, then the commander is the one that issues a command. Um, now, in the, in the rankings, then that command is fulfilled, um, you know, through the delegation of authority to various people who have different um, levels of authority that's been imbued into them by their superiors or for whatever, whatever you want to call it. But the command is the will of the commander. The commander commands the ship. And the issue of the command is the will um, or the voice uh, of the of the vessel. And that the, the will of the commander is what is done. Now, the mechanism for the, the actualization of that will is determined by the body or by the um, the individual cells, or in this case, by the officers and whoever else is involved, based on a chain of command. And that chain of command is, you know, it's, it's a big no-no if chain of command is ever broken. Um, uh, it's the same with legal enforcement, uh, with police enforcement. They have a chain of custody that... Um, is essential in order to ensure the integrity of evidence and um, you know they never want to break chain of custody because um, if that chain's broken then it's exposed to the evidence is exposed to being corrupted and um, so that chain of command it exists to actualize the will of the commander and, you know, human beings, especially with the advent of distributed authority and um, self-responsibility and um, topics of self-governance and things like this, and, you know, the rise of civil rights movements, um, you know, we're big on freedom and lots of people are anti-establishment or anti-hierarchy. They see it as paternalistic <laughs> and... Um, you know, we're trying to bring more, more, more feminine attributes into, into business and commerce, and you know, less about domination and control, and, um, you know, tyranny, <laughs> and more about collaboration and cooperation. <clears throat> and, and of course, that that's perfect. But I think what people admit to uh, realize, and and this is certainly the feedback I'm receiving, is that, um. Everything in nature is delegated authority. Absolutely everything. Um, even to the process of mitosis where a cell is uh, splitting and one becomes two, it sacrifices um, half of what it is um, to become two, to, to become polarized or dualistic. And um, <clears throat> this, um, it is an investment of itself into another so that it may exist and it it 
um, inherits the DNA of its parent. Um, and now your authority in terms of your vessel, your vehicle, your physical body, um, is your DNA. <laughs> it's your, it's the equivalent of um, an immutable constitution. And so the totality of your dormant potential as uh, as that body of the body um, would be if all of the genes were switched on at once, all of the junk DNA was was switched on, then that's the actualized potential of that of the asset of the of that vehicle or of that vessel. Now, what, what's the point of that? If they're all switched on, then all you all you're going to want to do is disentangle them. Um, and back down to their base essential nature and then switch them back on again in um, in certain patterns in certain in certain ways that um, actualize your genetic potential in ways that are pleasing to you so you know let's say if you were sitting at a computer screen and all your genetic potential was sitting on a on a computer screen and it's just a bunch of check boxes that you check you're not going to check them all because you're not going to want to have uh brown hair and blonde hair <laughs> you're not going to want to be tall and short <laughs> so your body has the potential to be short and tall and so if you switch on all of the all of the genes activate all of the potential it's you um you go into a what I would call a primordial state where all of uh, your potentiality exists in a primordial soup that is both uh, discordant, harmonious, and the equivalent of every single uh, vibration of sound resonating um, at a different pitch at the same time and in the, pro in the process phasing out its counterpart. So it's a state of um, nothingness created uh, um, based upon th that exists when not not because of an absence of sound but because of an absolute presence of every potential sound is a state of nothing <laughs> now this one's going to get deep but you know bear with me so the point being you're not going to switch on all of your genes you're not going to actualize all of your uh, genetic potential. You're going to do it selectively. And so you're sitting in front of a computer screen. You've got the checkboxes and you go, oh, yep, brown hair, um, blue eyes, you know, six foot. You know, if it was me, I'd probably be six foot six, to be honest. Or oh, maybe it's a bit tall, six foot four. I'm six foot two and a half now. Um you know, I'm going to want broad shoulders. I'm going to be lean, agile, muscular. Um, not too muscular. Uh, flexible. Um, healthy. And, um, you know, you go through it. So, um, slightly olive skin. And you're going to check the boxes that you want to check. And um, so... That this is this is the thing with um, the 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 potential of your um, of your vessel. You want to be the commander. <laughs> you want to be the commander, and the decisions that you make are gonna are gonna be 
decisions that you know can uh, activate more and more of the latent potential of the genetics of your body. So hopefully that gives you some context of being the commander of a vessel. You're now by law, uh, now you may think that your name, so my name is David Ding. Is that my name? Well, yes and no. It's the, it's the name on your birth certificate and that birth certificate is um, the name of your body. <laughs> so it's a, um, you're the commander of the vessel. And I know that's very <laughs> difficult to wrap your head around, but um, that uh, your birth certificate, is, it's more like a, a bond or a, um, a deed of entitlement, although it is a statutory um, instrument, it's a bond. And um, it's to establish your uh, your physical body as a vessel or a vehicle, um, like it were an asset. And so the name that you've got that you call yourself is actually the name of your body, and that's not actually who you are. <laughs> um, you're the commander of the vessel. And so um, to demonstrate this, it's like... Um, Let's say, let's say, let's say, let's call your body a, a vehicle for want of a better phrase for now. And you're the driver of the vehicle. You're the commander. And it's, um, it, it gets repossessed by the government, um, under whatever authority, um, you know, you're suspected of, um, something and legally, the government um, is entitled with the privilege to repossess your vehicle, your physical body. And so they can take, they can pick up the physical body, they can transport it uh, through time and space to, let's say, to a prison cell, um, but they can't command the vehicle. So you're sitting in the cell and they can, and let's say they wanted the vehicle to uh, stand up and do 10 star jumps <laughs> or jumping jacks you call them in the United States so they command the vehicle stand up and do 10 star jumps <laughs> but you just lie there <laughs> so they've got possession of the vehicle legally but they cannot command the vehicle and so the first argument people come up with is well um, by law they have to do um, what I say I have to listen to the government. I have to follow the government. You know, that seems to be most people's natural reaction. But um, the reality is that the law is, is totally benign. Um, the law is just a man-made construct that sits there as a mechanism of protection um, should we need it. But you, you, can't, um, you can't use the law to command a vehicle to do something that the commander refuses to do you know you can threaten them you can do whatever you can say i'm going to kick you if you don't do it i'm going to shoot you in the leg i'm going to electrocute you with a taser if you don't follow my um my wishes but only the commander can command 
the vehicle and the vessel. And so hopefully you can see that the, the um, possession of your body and your vehicle as, as collateral or as an asset, whatever you want to call it, is much different to being the commander of that vessel. And I think, um, you know, when I first started learning about um, the law and, and legal systems many years ago now, um, I, I came across um, a community of people that talk about how we use admiralty law um, to govern um, the human bodies as like, like they were cargo. And, you know, you know, a lot of, um, a lot of courtrooms are set up. They look, almost look like they're a ship. Now I don't, I don't actually know how true that is, but it, it's, it doesn't actually matter because, um, under statute, it's, it's an asset and the asset is pertaining to your body. And it's irrefutable that the commander of that vessel, um, that, you know, that it's, I can see how Admiralty law can get confused in with this because it's about being in command of your, of your vessel or of your vehicle. But it's irrefutable that the commander of the vessel is a very different thing to, um, being the custodian of the asset, which, which is your name. Mine's David Ding because that's the name on my birth certificate. That's what my that's what my vehicle is called, and uh, I'm the commander of that vehicle. And so when you're in, when so you might say, "Well, who? How do you? Um, how do you be the commander? How does that work?" Well, most of us are confused, <laughs> so we're walking around thinking that we are the the body. Um, and so when it's when an authority has possession of our body or custody of the body, then it, it's normal to assume that they are in command of the vessel as well, which is not true. Um, and that's what that's where common law comes in, because you're you're on the common law. You are the commander of the vessel of the vehicle. And. Um, you um, and under common law, you pledge your allegiance to um, you know the crown, for example, and um, that pledge is it's just a pledge. You know, I pledge to X, Y, Z, and um, I vow to ABC um, in return for the protection of the crown to protect your life, to look after you, keep you safe from invaders, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then, so with New Zealand, for example, um, my allegiance is pledged to the crown. Um, and that, that crown, um, utilizes the mechanism of agency to, and activates the nation of New Zealand as an agent uh, on its, uh, on its behalf, um, as the custodian of the physical bodies. That's it. Just of the physical bodies, just of the asset of the body, the collateral, the um, the flesh, the physical body, the vessel, and it it only has authority to act as an agent on you know in terms of that physical body as a physical asset moving through time and space, 
impossible to command it, not possible. That commander is you, it's the voice of that vehicle and the only authority that will ever and can ever um, have the privilege of being the commander of that vehicle. That's irrefutable. And so it is your word how you issue a command and that's why your word is so important but um, under common law as the commander of your vehicle then you have you you have all rights reserved the right to um, repudiate bonds pledges contracts agreements made between the physical body vessel and any agents that um are, uh, have have legal custody or entitlements or anything like that. You can revoke them without um, without question and uh, for no reason at all. And um, you know, as long when people talk about claiming your sovereignty and they talk about claiming your power, stand in your power, um, there's nothing you have to do. In order to claim your power, you just have to um, use your voice to issue commands. And um, so the best way I would say, um, you know, to entrench yourself in the energy of the commander, um, it, the, the thing that separates them is um, under uh, statute, um, the most power that is imbued with any authority that um, is bonded to um, the your your vessel that, that carries your name um, is, is they can issue commands. Uh, sorry, demands. You know, I demand that X, Y, Z. Uh, and the de- definition of a demand is that it's a um, it's it's a it's a request. Actually, it's just a firm request. But who are they making the request to? If they if they have authority, or if they, or if they have entitlement um, to something that bonds them to the physical body, the the actual asset, why are they requesting something off you? <laughs> because they they can't execute their power without the um, authority of the commander, and that's why a demand is actually a request. And that request has to be accepted by the commander in order to be enforced. And um, <laughs> as shocking as that is to most people who are who feel totally safe and protected by sta- the law of statute, uh, so much so that they've you know become reckless with how they use their words when they work for a company. They think they're shielded by contracts um, and statute law. Uh, when in truth, it's you know when you understand that you're the commander of of the vessel, um, and you can wield your your power and your authority um, with you know consciously and intentionally. Um, you come to realize how exposed every human being is to um, the impact of their actions and their choices, even when they work for a company. Um, but and rightly so. And, um, you know, we have to be self-responsible and, and to seek to resolve, you know, if we create an issue in the world with someone, whether or not we work for a company or not, we shouldn't be seeking to avert liability. 
for the impact of our influence on the, on the environment. We should be seeking to resolve it and, and to reconstitute the environment around us um, to bring restitution as adults, as the commanders of our ship, as the commander of a vessel would do. And um, so it's, it's very simple. And, and, and I think, you know, a lot of um, even lawyers, it, it, this is, this can come as a surprise to them, uh, to some of them, but um, it, it, it really is surprising to many people, but it begins to make sense. The more you dig into it and the more you explore it. And um, yeah, but we need both. <laughs> We have to have both because you have a body and you have a voice. You are the commander and you're driving the vehicle. And without the vehicle, you can't experience the world. <laughs> if, if you, if you don't adequately command your vessel, then it becomes corrupted or, um, it decays, it deteriorates and you, you can't have a physical experience without it. Um, likewise, your vessel, it is totally impotent <laughs> without a, a voice, without a commander. And so the two are symbiotic. You need both. And therefore, you need both laws. You need statute law. You need common law. One, um, and you need a mechanism to fuse the voice with the um with the vessel and the vehicle so that it could be a bridge between worlds. Um, and because you, you need different rules for something that's physical um, to something that is non-physical and, you know, exists in the ether or, you know, you can't, you can't really define it. And um, so, yeah. Um, so that's just a quick one, hopefully to help you understand the nature and the dynamics of um, being the commander of the vessel as opposed to, you know, well, even knowing that the vessel is something different, that the body is different to, and, and that your name is actually the name of, of it's like the, it's like a name for your car, for your car. Or if you were, to, if you, if you were a, um, the commander of a Navy vessel, that vessel would have a name. It, it, it's the same thing. The name on your birth certificate is the name of your vessel. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, it, it's hopefully you can wrap your head around that. So just a nice, short and sweet one um, to wet your whistle. Okay. Um, that's it for the net. That's it for now for the nature of command. Talk soon.